Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. An email I got from a reader. Dear DSO, I'm a gay woman who really enjoyed your book, The Dead Bedroom Fix. I know it wasn't written for me, but there was a lot in the book that I could relate to. I think you could rewrite this and focus on lesbian couples and sell a million copies. Dead bedrooms in a long-term lesbian relationship is the norm. We even have a term for it, lesbian bed death. Keep up the great work and let me know if you need help writing that next book. Well, thank you for reading. Yes, I am familiar with the phrase lesbian bed death and what it entails. I think it's an incredibly interesting topic and somewhat controversial for me, a straight male, to discuss. But here goes nothing. Here is my take on the subject from my own admittedly limited perspective. For those that aren't aware, the concept of the dead bedroom isn't unique to hetero relationships. You know, where the man is the quote high libido partner and the wife is no longer interested in sex, which this is the subject of my book. In fact, one of the biggest growing online dead bedroom communities are hetero women who just can't figure out how to get their men turned on again. Yes, seriously. But that's for another podcast. So let's talk about lesbian relationships. Just how common is it for two women to get together, have passionate intimacy, and then soon die out in the form of the familiar dead bedroom? Well, apparently it is very common. Yes, we have studies to back this up. According to one study done by St. Francis Xavier University, about 15% of lesbian couples report engaging in sex more than twice per week, compared to 50% or more of hetero and gay male couples. So there's a big difference. I bluntly say in my book, us men and women are very different creatures when it comes to how we get turned on and ready for sex. In my book, Now What?, I talk about the time I had horrible food poisoning, which led to eight hours of continuous vomiting and explosive diarrhea, but I was still turned on enough to have sex with my wife the next morning, all because she lay down naked next to me in bed. That's it. Nudity. Naked woman. Yes, time for sex. For many women, on the other hand, they require a perfect recipe for their sexual souffle. All conditions have to be just right, or the whole thing collapses. Yes, there are shortcut methods to getting her in the right headspace for sex, such as a new relationship, for example. But overall, we're just wired differently. The good news is that once you figure out the combination for the woman in your life, their sexuality will run laps around yours. But back to lesbian relationships. 
let's try to break down and under understand exactly what's happening here. Here are a couple of big points that I think get in the way. Number one, lesbian couples get attached very quickly. There's an old joke. What does the lesbian woman bring on her second date? A U-Haul. In other words, she's ready to commit and move right in with her new partner. That's, there's not a long courting process. They are very hot and heavy to start and quickly convinced that this is the person for them for the rest of their life. That is until the newness wears off. As I have stated in the dead bedroom fix, it's the scarcity, uncertainty, and the new relationship anxiety that are crucial components of igniting the female libido. When two women get together and say, let's drop all that dating stuff and go right into life as a committed couple living together, well, of course the sex dries up. Number two, women overthink. They ruminate. It's a manifestation of their anxiety. Now, put two women together as a couple, and you have double the anxiety, double the overthinking. As we all know, anxiety gets in the way of sexuality. Sexuality is primal. You need to have, you just need to ride the wave and not overthink things. Well, easier said than done for some of us. Here's another joke. How many lesbians does it take to screw in a light bulb? Well, what kind of light bulb? Where do you buy the light bulb? What if the light bulbs are made in China? Do they even make light bulbs in America? Are the light bulbs recyclable? I don't want to do things bad for the environment. Maybe you should just let natural light in. But what about when it gets dark? Wait, isn't that the purpose of the light bulb? This is too much right now. Can you just take care of the light bulb for me? So is it as simple as saying that their biology, in other words, their mental framework gets in the way? Are they unknowingly putting up roadblocks in the way of their sexuality? Are women just not as sexual as guys? So, duh, of course, two women together will quickly, quickly become a dead bedroom. I think, yes, they get in their own way. Their very female desire to be safe, secure, and cohabitate with another person is paramount, and it gets in the way of the much-needed dating phase of the relationship. But here's what's interesting. Let's go back to the concept of once you push their buttons, their sexuality runs laps around a man's. From my somewhat limited research on the topic, one thing came up again and again. Lesbian couples are more likely to identify as, quote, kinky and adventurous in bed. When they are in the sexual phase of their relationship, they will have all kinds of healthy fun together. Their sexual sessions are far longer than that of hetero couples. The absence of the male orgasm and the subsequent snoring may have something to do with that. And they feel far more connected and bonded together and safe to explore their sexuality. Is all of this just a nice, politically correct way of saying, women aren't engineered to stay sexual in a long-term monogamous relationship? Well, perhaps. I have often said that this entire keeping your relationship sexy thing is a big game. You must know the parameters and the rules of the game and just get out of your own damn way. Perhaps lesbian bed death is the perfect illustration of this. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? 
They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.